hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. About technology. Fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And and thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is, as it says on the cover, Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 209. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear.com.au will bring you more about them shortly. We are live in the EFTM studio. Joining me, Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. G'day, mate. G'day, Trev. Good to be in these hallowed studios. <laughs> hallowed. <laughs> what is the requirement to take the hallowed tag? Well, it's, uh, you know, I don't even know what hallowed means. A lot of good content has come out of this yeah, room. Good, good quality <laughs> content. Uh, we do it each and every week. Uh, trying to bring you the latest in technology news, information, reviews, about 30 odd minutes, probably 40 if we're honest, um, from the mouths of two gibbers who just bloody well love tech. And let's get straight into it. Two Blacks Talking Tech. So, we thought we'd start this one. Slightly differently. We, let's do a retrospective. Yep. Our last month with the Apple Watch. Now, I have not yet published my review for a couple oh. of reasons. Um, there's a couple of things about my watch which are not perfect, um, and I am going to give Apple the benefit of the doubt. I'm waiting for to swap over my watch to see whether it's at all faulty. For example, when I get a text message on the watch, 99% of the time it shows the person's phone number, not their name. Right. Is that it, why you weren't responding? Yeah. To my love taps and my <laughs> drawings. Is that right? Or? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and that, that it kind of takes away the, the power of the notifications a bit for me. Yeah. But, in, but I still, still see the need for it. But more importantly, because I kind of didn't want to go half-cocked in too much excitement because I, I'm actually not overwhelmed by it. I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, let, let's keep it simple. It's the best smartwatch on the market. Yep. It's the it's the most it's the most beautifully designed smartwatch on the market, and it's probably one of the best looking watches mm-hmm. I own. I have, but it's not amazing to me. It hasn't changed my life. It has done some pretty cool things. So, for example, I do think the fitness tracking is one step up from anything I've used before. And you know, we used Jawbone together yep. for a couple of years. I think it was you know, mm-hmm. and you, you've used heaps of different ones. Yep. But having the heart rate monitor is unbelievable because I can open up the health app yeah. and I can see my heart rate every 10 or 15 minutes for the last month. And that is pretty amazing data yeah. to have. So that's excellent. But remember, you can get that in other watches. Um, the apps are good, but I, I think they're slow to load. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I found this most when I'm showing people. Uh, and you would get this as well. You're, you're at a party or something, and people are you know, people want to know what you got in your pocket. What are you doing? And yeah. I'm at a 40th birthday on the weekend, and someone goes, "Is that the, the Apple Watch?" And I go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a look. Yeah, okay." So I'm trying to demonstrate it, and some stuff's great, but then you try and open Shazam or TripView, or yeah. and it's slow. It's slow, yeah. and it and it it's that it's the, they're the most important moments yeah. in the sale of a watch. Is wow, or yeah. it's a bit slow. So oh, that worries yeah. me, but. Before I throw to you, yeah. all of that is countered by the fact that I still think in eight or nine months, it'll be a tenfold better than it is mm. because every one of those app developers now has a watch. 
They didn't have a watch before. They were making it up as they went. Mm -hmm. So I believe that what's happening is when you open an app, it's trying to get too much information. And it's like you know too much bandwidth for the for the connection between the watch and the, and, and what it can handle. Yep. And so the app developers will rationalise what they show on that first screen, so the app loads instantly, and then you request mm-hmm. the data you need. Okay, interesting. Well, I've got to say my my first month is is going to sound a lot more positive than yours. I, I really like it, and a lot of people ask me what is, what do you think and. A lot, a lot, I think there's a few people that have been hanging back a little bit. I, yeah. I've just had some comments on my stories about it, saying, "Oh, are you still like you're still liking it?" I'm hanging back. Uh, I have to say, my experience with it has been terrific. Yep. It, it's from from day one, it's worked really well. All my contacts are in there properly. All my my that must be frustrating for you, just seeing phone numbers. Yeah, but. Um, I've found it to be pretty responsive for what I'm using it for. I do I do all my exercise with it, so I run with it. I'm using all those apps. Uh, I'm using it. I, I find the the thing I like about it the most is I can I can keep my phone in my pocket longer. Totally. So I can look at emails, delete emails I don't like. I can answer messages. I've had full message conversations without even touching my phone. Mm. Uh, and Siri is better to- than than I've I've ever seen before. Siri's very in in the right environment. If you're yeah. in a loud shopping center, forget about it. Yeah. But they've done an enhancement today. Actually, Apple Watch um, the OS one point oh one is has improved that slightly. But I like the fact that I can if I'm if I'm receiving a call, I don't need to look at the phone to see. I've just got to simply look at the watch to see who's ringing, yeah. whether I want to answer the call or not. Yeah. So for me, I think it is. It, it's changed my relationship with the phone. Mm. My my phone is is in my pocket a bit more often. Mm. Um, the other thing though, it, it's it, it is a little distracting sometimes when not when I'm driving. Like you do get some notifications, little you yeah. know the taptic feedback, and it did make me laugh the other day. It said, you know how every hour it says, oh, it's time to stand up, yeah. time to stand. I uh, one of the times I got my stand notification, I was actually driving my car, but I, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't stand up. I thought, look, listen, mate, I'll, I'll get back to you on that one. But um, now I've, I've I've got to say. I'm still I'm still wearing it and I'm I'm still liking it yep. um, and I'm thinking that it's only going to get better with totally. more apps more functionality like um, I can't wait to use it as my hotel room key can't I want to board a flight with it I, I want to do pay all those for things stuff. yes so I think it's going to come into its own so the 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 runway is going is looking pretty good I'm aware of at least one Australian bank working on Apple Pay yeah which is right you know it'd be have, Commonwealth Bank wouldn't it. It's not. Combank, no. It, which is what I thought too. Okay. Um, and that, that's huge for me because Apple Pay is going to change everything. Yeah. It really is going to make the, – the, the big deal will be when we can do things like payments. The, the, the thing that's interesting to me is the, how sociable, socially acceptable it is to look at your watch. And it's not yeah. yet. So you're in a meeting, you're in a group yeah. situation. It's not yet socially acceptable just to be looking at your watch. Yeah, because you're thinking, okay, hurry up, mate. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So whereas it's already socially acceptable in a meeting, for example, yeah. to look at your look phone. At your phone yeah. People do it. Although I've got to say, I have been caught out a couple of times with uh, I've had my phone on silent, but the watch hasn't been on silent. Oh, so it, yeah. ring, it rings, and I've got a. All you got to do is just put your your palm on top of the screen to silence it. Yep. You can actually silence the watch. I've realised you can mute the watch yeah, as well. Yeah, slide up first but, glance. Um, <laughs> it did get me into trouble a couple of times. There but, is um, a function, is there not, <coughs> in the settings to make it emulate the settings of the phone? So if you go to aircraft mode on one, it goes in the other, and, yeah. and vice versa. And so. there's also there's also a way to unlock the watch. 
using your rather than having a passcode on the watch itself, yes. you can use your fingerprint reader on the phone. Yeah, yeah. So that that it's it's linked to, uh, but. You mentioned um, the, the, the whole the whole watch market. Like, not everyone wears a watch to begin with. Totally. So I don't. I'm not sure whether this is strong enough to actually put a watch on someone, a non-watch person. Mm. Um, but I think that's it, the key, mate. It's yeah. not strong enough yet to put a watch on a non-watch person, mm. and it's also not yet strong enough to go outside of the early adopter. Yeah, but it does remind me though. And I had the original iPhone, not the the phone that came out here in Australia. Yeah. I had the original the one. US iPhone, had it unlocked, yeah. and it didn't do anything. It was pretty. It <laughs> yeah. had this great way Touch to zoom screen. in on your photos. Music was cool. The 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 multi touch was. Everyone would go, whoa! How do you how do you zoom mm. on your photo? Whoa! They they were just fascinated by that. And that didn't even have an app store. That had nothing. Mm. It was just a beautiful bit of <laughs> bit of tech. But then now look what it's come. Now look what it's become. Mm. How your phone is now everything. It's your remote control of your life now. I'm a bit frustrated by people saying to me, "I'll wait for the second version. Yeah, there'll be, there'll be another be one in twelve months." No, I don't. I've said there several times, it'll yeah. be two years. Yeah, it'll, more. it'll be like Macs and yeah. and and iMacs and, MacBook and MacBooks. Yep. This won't be an annual thing. They're gonna. I agree. They'll work on software well, hard. They'll. Be, you know where? You know the most important time for for any app, uh, Apple Watch wearer is probably, let's call it July August. Because WWDC is in a couple of weeks, yeah. and there will be developers there learning from. This is the point of the Worldwide Developers Conference: is to learn from Apple, and they yeah. will be learning how to make it the the fastest, the most refined apps. And that's Absolutely. so. It's actually the second half of this yeah. year where the apps will get better. Then the software on the Apple Watch will improve. So all that will happen over the next eighteen months. And they're, yeah. they're, trust me, people, there won't be an it's Apple Watch be too. Absolutely right, and and, and it's like. What they did, they were very clever, Apple, in opening the watch kit for developers back Early. in November. So they had like six months to get their apps ready. And from yeah. day one, there was something like 3,000 apps ready to go. There's now 4,500 apps mm. for Apple Watch. Yeah. So it, it, I think as, as we've seen with the iPhone, it's become a stronger product on the strength of the apps. And you, you look at the Apple, whenever Apple have an ad for the iPhone, for example, yeah. The ads highlight the apps, yeah. and some most of those apps aren't even their own apps, mm. and, it, and it still showcases the product really well. Yeah. So I think the watch is going to kind of take a, a similar similar path. It still has a lot of fascination factor, though. I, I've, like you, people said, oh, is that an Apple Watch? And yeah. people think, oh, wow, it's the first one I've ever seen in real mm. life. Wow. And, and there, there is that fascination with it as well. Totally. It, it did remind me of the original iPhone. Yeah. When I had that iPhone, people think, whoa, show me that. Wow. And, and look, people – People might might say I'm being negative. I'm not being. I'm just being honest. Uh, I, I'm. I love it. Would I pay for what I have now? No. If I was going to, I'd buy the cheapest one possible and just enjoy having it. Mm. You know, Rob, who's one of our long term listeners, sold his, made a profit. Yeah. Sold it on eBay, really? made a profit. Yeah, okay. Rob, because yeah, he just yeah, got to right. the point of going. I, I can't tweet. justify this. Um, so I think a lot of people do question. So it. he made he made money. Made money, he? really, right? Because oh, because people were waiting weeks to order yeah. it. Yeah. So he yeah. was an instant stale. Wow. Correct. So, so would I pay? Because the one we've both got the same. I think it's probably what sixteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollars, right? Fourteen ninety seven. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I could justify that to myself, let yeah. alone you know with a you know ATO tax rebate yeah. <laughs> under the new government. But I I love it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cling on to it for as long as Apple will let me because <laughs> I think the I think the real benefit of this is going to come later in the year. Yeah, absolutely. So I if if so. I send this back in in July. Um, I'll be asking for another review unit in September, October, because yeah. I think that's that's another time to touch base Absolutely. and see how it's evolved. And I do think the app, 
the apps and, and the app uh, market is what will make it a better product. It's already a great product in terms yep. of physical design and what it can do. Uh, it's the apps that need to make it better. And That's it will. And, 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 you know, it does a surprising amount, though, you know. Like, I've answered calls on it. Oh, totally. It does a lot. People will think, oh, and, and, and you can actually put music on it, so you don't have to have your iPhone with no. it. I've gone for a Have run you gone for a run with Bluetooth on. headphones? Yep. Yeah, perfect. And, and, it, and it was great. You have your music on there. I mm. had my stopwatch on there. had all, all the apps that I needed mm. that worked just on its own. The heart rate monitor worked by itself. Yeah. So that worked. Um, you know, the, the fact it doesn't have built-in GPS like your, your Phoenix 3s and all those sort of dedicated sports watches, that's, I think, something that people have uh, accepted. But uh, one of the improvements with today's update was that it did improve the use of it as an activity device. So yeah. it, it said it was more accurate indoor rowing and cycling and all that sort oh, of stuff. Okay. And so, and even the, the way that it can keep calculate distance and pace as it's well. Because I think dedicated runners... Uh, who use interval training apps and stuff yeah, like that? This need. can't quite do that as well right. as a dedicated watch. Right. But I think there, there's there's room to do it. They're, they're, One they're month on, where I'm I'm torn. I, I best, I'm best described as torn. Mm. Uh, you're certainly, w- uh, without I mean, doubt, impressed. I like it. I, I'm liking. Um, it. Yep. If I had the money, I'd buy one. Yeah. If I was questioning the, the expense. I'd recommend you wait just just yeah. until you can do more with it, and you know also when the when the third party stuff comes out, the charges, the apps, and all those kind of things, yeah. it'll become a different ecosystem as well. So, totally. all exciting times, um, but you know certainly not a by no means a fail by no, no means way. No a way. fail on Apple's it's part. It's still the worst smartwatch to beat in my St- opinion. It, as I said at the very Definitely. start. Easily yeah. the best smartwatch. Easily yeah. lengths. I'm keen to see what what this is going to prompt Google and 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 the other the other manufacturers to come up with yeah. now. Without just and being smart and we'll saying ours can do this, you know, it's not not that's not enough. You have yeah. to do everything, the whole package. Two blokes talking tech. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, I uh, reviewed a a tiny little product that actually had – it's been a very popular little story, this, on, on Tech Guide. It's a tracking device. Mm. And I've had this question a few times. I'm sure you've had this question on radio as well. I want to be able to track what my kids are doing. I want to see where they are, what they're doing. Um, and they're really uh, – unless there's an app on their phone or something that can help them be tracked yeah. with, with their knowledge – uh, there hasn't been a lot of products in the market. Well, this is one of the first I've seen that's small enough to track a person, an object. It's called Trackamo. Now, this is a GPS tracking device that is tiny. It's smaller than Matchbox. It's about it's 4.7 centimetres wide, 3.9 centimetres long, less than a centimetre thick. So it is very, very small. It can be attached with a magnet. It's got a clip uh, and can even be worn ar- around your neck in a lanyard or on a keychain. And basically what it is, it's obviously got GPS receiver on board. And there's also a 2G SIM card. Built well into it. That will work around the world. So, so it's an like an Amazon SIM. Kindle. Kind Similar, of always yes, built that's in. right. And the reason there's a SIM card in it, people say, well, hang on a minute, I've got a GPS in my car. It doesn't have a SIM card in it. That's because you're looking at the GPS screen where it's coming in. Yeah. This device has to transmit that GPS location around the world. Mm. So having the SIM card is what links it to back to your phone or so your computer. So if I throw this in my son's bag? Yes. Well, it does need – it works outside. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to track anyone really, really well inside. Mm. So if they're out and about driving or wherever, it's going to track them. Now, the first thing people are thinking of is, that, oh, oh, I can put this in my kid's backpack. They won't know. I'll put it in the car. And you can. And you can. Mm. But you've got to think about the uses for this because it's not just for making sure you know where your child is. 
there are other uses like maybe you, you may have an elderly relative who totally. you know you might put the on their in their pocket so in case they get lost somewhere there's a little panic button on the front so you can locate them straight away yeah uh, if you've got a pet how many pets get lost and ne- they never turn up in shelters and mate if you've got a car that's a I'll tell you what a classic car for example which yeah. doesn't have modern security yep. but it's your beautiful baby now this thing is 12.95 a month to ensure you've got that yeah. global roaming first going. year's free though first year's free and yeah. but even 12.95 a month is a great Absolutely. investment and yep. this is the kind of product that when insurance companies catch up to it will give you benefits if this is in, in, involved yeah. and installed well so if someone steals the car that's you, right you can track it wherever you know it is. where it is Absolutely. that's yeah. amazing yeah. and it's and tiny it's, i mean the photos you've got one of these the photo yeah. on tech guide you know, looking at a 20-cent piece next to it, so it's probably the size of a 50-cent a piece and a tiny bit more. Yeah, and it's you've you got to set it up. There's a, there's a, little, there's a unique number uh, on the back of the packaging and next to the SIM card. So you go through the steps. You, you set up an account. You type in the number of the device so that only you can track that device. You right. can track actually up to 10 different devices from one account, and you can invite 10 other people to track one tracker. So say you and your wife want to track right, one yeah, of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. you both get access. You can have up to 10 people accessing the location of that particular oh, tracker yeah, mode right. device. Perfect. So you might want to, you know, this could be a sales manager might want to keep track of his, his fleet of, of, of drivers yeah. or it could be you might put it on the, your child's backpack when you know where, where they are where, if they're going to school. You can even set limitations on where it can go and how fast it can go as well. So you might think, okay, my son's borrowing my and car. And it sends you an alert? That's right, yeah. So you get alerts if you set the limit. You know the speed limit obviously is 60. If it, if this travels more than 60 kilometres now, you get an, a notification. If it goes outside a certain boundary that you, you get set, you get another notification. So if, if for a parent who's a little bit nervous, their child has just got their licence, mm. this having this in the car, and, and I'd, I'd – let them know that it's in the car. You don't you want to sort to. of deceive this, them in that way. This goes to the the whole thing about kids, and, and we, we have this discussion a lot, but it's worth touching on. Yeah. It's all well and good, and I have this conversation, get asked it all the time. It's all well and good to say that you can monitor your kids' usage of devices and apps and texting and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But if you are spying on them, you're building a very yeah. tr- untrustworthy relationship. Absolutely. If you talk yeah. to them about what you want to know and you insist on knowing it, you're at least building some trust in them. And so, yep. do you know what? If if you put it in the car and they don't know about it and you ring them and say, why did you go 100? They're going to go, screw how, how you, you know? dad. Yeah, they're yeah. going to throw yeah. thing out the window and they're, yeah. they're likely to go 200. So yep. this is why. Unbelievable. I mean, I think it's just an unbelievable device given you know how far this stuff has come. Absolutely. No, it, it's, the, it's the first of its kind. It, it, it's got a, a battery that lasts four days. It can On a full charge, it can last up to 96 hours. Uh, and it, and is accurate within fifteen meters, and it's priced at uh, one hundred and ninety nine ninety five. The website says it's usually three ninety nine ninety five, mm-hmm. but you can buy it now for one ninety nine ninety five through the website. You get the first twelve months free, so there's no contracts, no roaming Nothing. costs, and then if you want to continue using it. You'd just be paying twelve dollars ninety five a month, which is look price of a cup of coffee a week. Yeah. To have that kind of coverage and that kind of peace of mind, I think that's yeah. what people are after. Think about the elderly. Absolutely, that's a yeah. huge market. There's a, and even there's another good use case too. If you put it in your luggage, yeah. If you lose your luggage, you can track where your luggage is. Does it have an airplane mode? Um, not sure. Don't, mm. don't think it does. No. Well, it, it will only. I suppose if it's got uh, the SIM card in it, it will. But if there's no signal, it won't broadcast. It needs to have 2G cellular reception. So when you're flying, it won't work. But when you're on the ground, if you've lost your luggage, you'll know what country it's in anyway when it lands. 
It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. All right, Trackimo, you can uh, read all about it at uh, techguide.com.au. Now, finally, we're talking about a movie that's not Star Wars. God, what a relief. Everyone's just driving to work going, oh, thank God. No, we love <laughs> no, Star not Wars. Not all, not everyone. Not everyone will be thinking that. Um, but you uh, you had a thing up uh, this week, which I can't find. There, no, there it is. There it is uh, the Steve Jobs. We've we've got a trailer for the first time of yes, the of the more official, shall we call it, Steve yes. Jobs movie because the the Ashton Kutcher one was was first to market, but it was also kind of it was announced around the same time as this. But this one's this one is based on Walter Isaacson's official biography. So yes. that's that's what makes this a big deal. Uh, it's also starring Michael <coughs> Fassbender, who's been in a few big movies: Prometheus, The Counselor. I like uh, the fact X-Men that X-Men. They is... haven't tried to make him look like Steve Jobs. Well, the I Ashton think he, he Kutcher looks thing enough like him. You know, but the Ashton Kutcher thing was like too far. Yeah, it was like, mate, you're an but actor. It... You don't have to. It's not a. Uh, it's not a character impersonation. You're yeah. acting. Do you know what I mean? I feel I like it went it, too far. I find it ironic that the uh, – and I look, I've I got to say, the original movie, which was just called Jobs, I think, the Ashton Kutcher film, yeah. I think that, that that was an underrated movie. I thought it was a, that was a pretty, it was good, great. pretty good movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's ironic that now that Ashton Kutcher now works for Lenovo. Don't you think that's funny? Oh, he played Steve Jobs and yeah. now he's working for <laughs> Lenovo. Anyway, we, we, we digress slightly there. But I think this film is, is, not, is more about the man – Rather than the company, correct. It's not. And it's I not think, about the story of Apple. It's more yeah. about the story of Steve. Of course, Jones. you'll hear about that. But I think this is set around. And Aaron Sorkin is the writer, who's an absolute genius. I'm a big fan of his work. The West Wing, Newsroom. Newsroom. Uh, he's written The Social Network, which he yeah. won an Oscar for. That adapted screenplay, all about the birth of Facebook. Mm. And like, he's a genius. I'd read his shopping list. That's how good a writer he is. He's like, <laughs> a champion. <laughs> but this film, he said this. He said the film is going to be set around four major Apple announcements. So over the years, I think you're going to see the original iPhone, iPad, I, the original Mac launch. Yep. So it's going to track. Yeah. So you go to 84 those, with the original right, Mac. So you go to your, you go to your iMac, iPhone, yeah, iPad. IPhone. So you're gonna you're gonna see Steve Jobs over the years, but set around those four major or three major launch events, which I think is an interesting way to set up the movie. I'm very surprised, too, to see that there are some pretty famous co-stars in there as well, namely Seth Rogen, uh, Mm. who's going to play Steve Wozniak. You've got Jeff Daniels, who was in the newsroom, uh, written by Aaron Sorkin. He's playing John Scully, who was the former Pepsi CEO who came over to Steve Jobs to work with Apple yep. after Steve Jobs' famous line where he said, are you going to just be selling sugar water the rest of your life or do you want to come with us and change the world? And then knifed him. That brought, yeah, that's right. Then, he, uh, then they had the showdown in the boardroom, but uh, we won't talk about that. And also Kate Winslet is in this too. Kate Winslet plays a woman named Joanna Hoffman, who was part of the original Macintosh team. So the, back in 84, when the Mac was released, they spent two, three years developing this thing. She was part of that team. So really looking forward to seeing this. It's out in October, uh, directed by Danny Boyle, who's also won an Oscar. So great talent across the board there. Michael Fassbender, you can see him on uh, Tech Guide on, that, uh, on, my, on the uh, official first look, that, that, that little teaser trailer. There's a couple of pictures of him as well. Very nice, uh, the brand new Steve Jobs movie. I'm actually quite looking forward to it. And I'm, yeah. it's, it's not out a com- in October. It's not a comparison thing. It's just a different no, take on, on the Steve Jobs story. Just like you can watch a million interviews and biography kind of documentaries too. Fascinating story, fascinating man. Uh, two blokes talking tech. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.
And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au for more information about their great products. And they've got a brand new uh, Wi-Fi range extender coming to the market very soon. Uh, it's an AC1200 speed uh, Wi-Fi range extender. It's one of those ones that plugs into the wall. The thing I love about this, and I remember seeing this at CES, it's got a kind of uh, directional arrow on it so you know where best to place it. So plug it into the wall, set it up, and then it kind of points you in the right direction as to whether or not you should go further away from your router or, cl- or, or closer to your router to give the best performance for your network. Um, it's, as I say, wireless AC, 1,200 megabits uh, speeds and uh, backwards compatible across all the Wi-Fi networks. That'll be here very soon. Uh, netgear.com.au for all their wireless networking products as well as their amazing Arlo cameras. Check them out, netgear.com.au. Now, you know people have pegged you for a particular product when you get <laughs> a lot of messages. So it started with my brother-in-law, Amanda's brother, Bradley, sent me a Facebook posted on my Facebook wall, when are we getting one of these? And then I got text messages, emails, tweets, and more Facebooks. And it was all the same thing. It was this video that these people had made from a company or a product called the Lily Drone. Now, you know, there's a lot of drones out there. We saw bloody yeah. tens of the things at um, yep. at CES. And, in fact, some of the features of this that are quite appealing to people were at CES on another thing called the Hexo, Hexo Plus. Plus yeah. But this is very different because uh, of some of its attributes. Now, to describe it for you, one of the main things is you really don't have a controller. You basically throw the thing in the air and it, and it just flies. It knows you've thrown it, so it flies. Um, <laughs> You'd hope so, anyway. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> I that's... Like the, the, in the trailer, the guy throws it off a bridge yeah. and then it flies. Can you imagine your heart at that going. moment? <laughs> Seriously. So then you wear a little tracking device and it follows you. It has options to follow you, lead you, spin around you, come alongside you, whatever it is. Yep. But basically, you don't need to fly it. It flies itself based on the direction of where this little tracking device is, which is sensational if you're a kayaker, a surfer, a you know, a wind surfer, a yeah. snowboarder, whatever it is. But let me just give you a, so it's on it's on the internet now. It's five hundred bucks, uh, early pre sale price. Not available till next year. February, so you're yeah. basically funding the company. Let's be clear. Yep. So if it all goes pear shaped, goodbye sort of money. Feel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and and you know should be available. <laughs> so what are you saying? If it doesn't, oh, well, it's going to sell. It's going to sell, it. but. You know, I'm pretty sure that video is a well-manned prototype. I've seen some videos since of demonstrations where it doesn't perform that well. <laughs> um, but it's waterproof, so you can be a, yeah. a paddleboarder and throw it in the water. That's It'll cool. fly away. But here's my thing. Be careful because it doesn't know where trees are. So yeah. let's say you, you take it for a bushwalk and, and you, it, it'll just run into a tree. So yeah. it doesn't know where you – it knows where you are. It doesn't know where anything well, else it, is. I think how it works, <laughs> if it's got a clear line of sight to you – It'll stay there, so if it sure. loses track of you. Which, right. and of course, this is. But it, if it's if it's flying alongside and, and and then it runs into a tree or yeah. a brick wall, but it's no different. It doesn't know. If you have the remote control in your hand, mm. you're going to not fly it near trees. No, you're I keep it clear. I love flying so, mine around trees and obstacles, yeah, but not not close or through them. No, I think in this case though. You're going to obviously be riding, skateboarding, or wherever you're going to be on the water, or wherever you are in open area, yeah. where there may probably won't be a lot of trees, probably won't be a lot of power lines. Mm. Um, so look, it's uh, it's a great concept. Yeah, if they can absolutely nail it, this mm. thing will sell like hotcakes. Oh yeah, there's so many. It'll be the around. Reaction to this story has been probably incredible. Fifteen hundred dollars Australian yeah. if it gets here, but uh, unbelievable product. And but the story for me is our product is launched. Without any fanfare marketing or anything, yeah. it just simply virally purely social sells. media driven. I'd yeah. love to know how many they've sold. It'd be a great yeah. story. Not not because of their millions, but because they they made a product and made 
it work in terms of funding by simply doing a great video. Absolutely. It's proof positive that, it that is you've got to do it. And it went viral. <clears throat> and it yeah, I'm sure your story's going nuts and so is mine on Tech Guide. There's been a lot of hits on that one. I've done that many radio interviews about it as well. We've both been pegged as drone people, so it exactly. comes straight to us. If there's two drone experts in the country, <laughs> yeah. hello, yeah. two blokes talking but drones. Think, uh, yeah, on the camera side, it's got a full HD camera, 60 frames a second, mm. can do slow-mo, slow-mo at 120 frames per second, 12 megapixel stills as well. Yeah. There's also a companion app, so you can see what the what the what Lily sees through your phone and that little uh, the little sensor you can wear it around your on your wrist or in your pocket and it will follow. I look forward to seeing it. Waterproof as well. How cool is I that? I did look I pulled out the credit card and then I stopped. Yeah. I went, don't be an idiot. You'll wait for a review unit, won't you? No. <laughs> I just I just couldn't justify it if I'm honest. Yeah. But well, it's, I, not, but it's I, not out till February. I know. Right? It's That's a long thing. time to wait. I'm not an investor. And they're going to they're gonna clip the ticket straight away, by the way. They oh, exactly. charge your credit card yeah, straight no. away. That's the thing. I, don't, I can't part yeah. with 500 just for funsies and, and waiting yeah. until these blokes. And then I get an email in February saying, oh, we're just, just experiencing a small <laughs> delay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, anyway. Two blokes talking tech. You can read about the Lily drone at uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, I was very surprised to learn that the most powerful man in the world, yes. the Presidente, Mr. Barack El Obama, Presidente. didn't have his own Twitter account. Well, he, had, he, he used to tweet through Barack White Obama. House. His own Barack Obama was more for campaigns. Yeah. But, but see, the American politics works in such a way that you're not allowed to have a political campaign while you're in office. So because Barack at Barack Obama is deemed to be a political yeah. campaign account, he's not allowed to use it. Remarkable. So POTUS. POTUS. P-O-T-U-S. Which stands for President, President of, the of the United States, States, for those who don't know. Pretty um, embarrassing. And there's a funny story behind it, too, mm. that someone already had that handle. Oh, really? Someone already had at POTUS. No. It was a West Wing tragic who had it since t- 2008. What and is that call Twitter, like from Twitter? Well, uh, I'd say, listen, uh, the President of the United States would like to have his, his handle back. Well, not that it was his handle, but he I'd, would like this. I wonder what happened there. Twitter will not say, of course. I wonder whether any money changed hands, whether oh, what happened I'm, there. I'll tell you right now, I'm asking for 100 Gs. <laughs> if I had POTUS... Well, it goes back to the days when everyone I, was buying up internet addresses. Remember that? People totally. were buying McDonald's.com and all that sort of stuff. I may still have some. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? If there's a lawyer listening, I'd love you to read the Twitter terms and conditions. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if they have the right to simply take it from you. And well, I bet you they do. There would have been some inducement. Oh, I mean, he, he probably... Could have, well, he, mate, would he be... Would, he, he probably had his criminal record wiped. <laughs> You hey? never pay taxes ever yeah, again. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Look, I don't want to pay you know, tax. I don't want to pay any more ever again. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm but, over uh, it. It's, it's interesting. Of course, he got a <coughs> ton of followers in one oh, day, yeah. got like 1.6 Guinness million followers. Guinness World Record. Is that right? And, wow. and in fact, here's another one for you. Guinness World Records, Twitter account, GWR. Didn't know that. I followed them today because they tweeted that it was a Guinness World Record number of followers, uh, uh, you know, speed of follower. So at GWR at is GWR. Guinness I'll be following them for yeah. sure. But uh, what I what I really I, I like his first Twitter said oh hello Twitter it's Barack really six years in they're finally giving me my own account mm. but what really no, made one. me laugh was Bill Clinton he said <laughs> welcome to Twitter at POTUS one question does that username stay with the office hashtag asking for a friend <laughs> <laughs> no but the best one was the answer did you see the answer yes I did and he goes oh, you know anyone interested in Flotus. <laughs> 
first lady because for those who uh, don't realise, oh. Bill Clinton's wife Hillary is the Democratic front runner to be the nominee. And if she takes office, so what will he be called? Bill, the first dude, or first, what do they call the first man? First man, Mobtus. <laughs> first lad. It'll have first to be lad. first floatus, first lad of the United States. You know, um, just while we're talking uh, usernames, if I could encourage all of our great followers to jump on Instagram. And uh, follow a, follow an account called Trevor Long. It's a young teenager in America, and I really want the name because <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm on Instagram as at Trevor Long AU. AU yes, this... I'm on Instagram as at Stephen Fennick with a PH. It's yeah. the same across the board. Lucky, lucky you. Uh, but this little flea in America. <laughs> God, God. Well, the odds of you getting a name like my name's a bit a bit more exotic than yours, so yeah. I was a better chance. I, I mean, I got at, I got at Trevor on Periscope. There you go. Uh, but but let's, I digress. Um, but you know, if you could just encourage the young man at Trevor Long on Instagram to you know just connect with me because he ignores me. I, I leave comments and he deletes them. Really? I mean, I'm not suggesting I'm a so wealthy what man. Saying who's this annoying bastard yeah. from Australia? I'm not suggesting I'm a wealthy man, but I'm prepared to find a piece of technology that he wants and get it to him. If so he wants a new you, laptop, how do you facilitate that then? How do you take that off him then? If he, well, if he, rang if he, tomorrow, if he agreed, if he agreed, we'd just change our usernames. I just right. changed my username to. He changed his username to Trevor Long US, and I changed mine to Trevor Long. Full oh. stop. Done. Any I'll, chance, mate? Any I'll chance? get him a laptop. I'll get him something. <laughs> I hope he's listening. <laughs> if you're listening, the flea I was what's talking about was someone else. Is, I, I was going to ask what's his name, but hello, <laughs> so it's Trevor Long. <laughs> he's a young bloke. I've watched him grow up over the last couple of years. He's he's growing into a solid young man. And I look where, forward where to does he live in the US? Yeah, in the US. What part of the US? I don't know. I'm not stalking, stalking. him in that badly. Hello. Yeah, I think hello. that's against terms and conditions of Instagram. Two blokes talking tech. We should call this an extended edition because we're really settling in here. Um, the uh, couple more topics before we get to the uh, minute, minute reviews. Uh, I got this thing last week, which of all the products I've ever had, um, I think it's had the best social reaction in terms of, you know, put something on Twitter and people going, what's that? Yep. You know, I'm talking bigger than a thing like an iWatch and Apple Watch and it's stuff kidding. like that. Yeah. Wow. Just uh, genuine questions. Not, not wow, wow, wow. But people going, where can I get that? What is that? So it's called the All Dock. A-double-L-D-O-C-K, all dock. Yep. And the one they sent me, it's it's a rubberized plastic. It's it's a box, right? One power cord in the back, one power point in the wall. But then inside it is a little you know power converter thing with six USB ports, all 2.4 amp, you know, yep. so tablet so power. Tablets, yep. And then you provide your own cables, which all of your devices come with, plug them all in there, and then you, you feed the cables through these little slots, and then you can stand all of your devices up in this dock. So I've got six devices, three tablets, three phones, charging in that dock right now. And so, you know, the kids come, they charge your device, charge your device, yeah, and it's, it's all handy. in one spot. Mm. It's only one power point. No more power bricks everywhere. It's a yeah. central point of the home. It is unbelievable. $169. You can get a smaller one that's 100 and I'm going to say 49 uh, for four devices in a smaller form factor. And then even smaller, 129 Again, four USBs, but even smaller um, device. Yep. Plus, you can get it in wood grain finishes and stuff like that. Unbelievable product. Where do you get it? You get it online at the moment. Um, the link is on EFTM.com.au. But Aussie buy, product? Aussie product? No, it's not an Aussie product. And, and it doesn't have the Aussie tick yet. Um, has the FCC and the European one. So it's have, a American plug. You put a converter on no, it. No, all I mean is it's got the Australian cable, but it yeah. just doesn't have that, that tick on the box. Right. Um, but it has the US one and the European oh, one. So they sell it to you with the, uh, the Australian version. They, they have an Australian the, version. Wow. Yeah, so an Australian distributor has picked it up. Okay. And they're hoping to have it in retail stores by Christmas once they get the, the certification. Right. I've, mate, I have had two people tweet me photos of them having bought it. Yeah. since Not since I reviewed it, but since I tweeted it for the first time. Wow. 
I've never well, had a reaction like think to about a product. It, great product. Anything that can help make your life easier in that regard. And like if you're at my place, oh, can I borrow your cable? No, kids yeah. are fighting over cable. They're, they're power cables. Yeah. You have that in the cent- in the middle of the house. Perfect. It's going to solve a lot of problems. Everything's there. So you can have a look at it and uh, read my full review at eftm.com.au. Throwing the rundown out the window. Let's uh, let's we'll move on to it the... up as we go along. Again, <laughs> let's, no, look, there is a physical rundown. It's real. Yeah, that's it. People need that's to know it. we put preparation. Yes, we do. We we prepared with ribs tonight. We did. Yes, we should mention. Thanks that, to but... our good friends at the Texas we'll... Barbecue Grill yes. at Tuatara, who didn't Oof. provide us with the ribs. I had to pay for the bloody things, but that's right. They were but outstanding. We were in slipping into a food coma before. And we Stephen started is this, uh, you are a connoisseur of I'm of the Texas fan. Barbecue, given you the amount of. Watching you do yes, on I the A&E Barbecue channel. Pitmasters, that's right. And this really met all my expectations and exceeded them. Well, we'll have Fantastic to have, work. We'll do an outside broadcast. I hope they could sponsor the program somehow. That's give a us great free idea. ribs. They don't even have a website. I'll do it for ribs. <laughs> sponsorship. Just give us Once ribs. a month. Right? Once That'll a month. Me. That'll do me. If they're listening. All we need is a 50. You know, it only cost us 50 bucks. It was a $25, yep. you know, half ribs, half it's Texas meat. The meat was great. good too. Yep. Stephen went the coleslaw too. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, two blokes talking and the uh, dinner roll. Texas ribs. The dinner roll was better than before, Very not the best. Nice. It's not yep. their finest hour, I'm no. honest. Um, anyway, we digress a lot. Uh, Stephen, you looked at some stunning speakers this week. I did now. I'm I'm a, I would consider myself an audiophile. I'm a very big fan of good sound, but there are there are audiophiles and it's one of the better files to be. Audiophiles. I'm talking serious audiophiles and when you're talking about speakers like this from Kef, very very well respected audio brand, their new high-end reference speakers are truly remarkable. Now the whole idea, the the, the very term high fidelity means faithful to the source. So these speakers really can provide that sort of quality that will make you think the musician is in the room with you. And for the price you're paying, you'd expect nothing less. Are these in the Tech Guide Theatre? They are not in the Tech Guide Theatre yet. But they do start at $15,799. That's the Get an Apple Watch for that, mate. One. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, as they increase in size, they increase in power. There's the Reference 3, which are $23,999 a pair. And the Reference 5, nice $28,999 a pair. And that's what we listen to. Now, these are handcrafted speakers. They're, they're made in England. They, the sound comes from the actual speaker itself, not the cabinet. There's so much work that goes into it. There's no vibration at all. It is truly remarkable, the mm. amount of work. That's why they're so expensive, the amount yeah. of work that goes into it. It's like a Rolls-Royce. It's handcrafted, right? Absolutely right. This is the Rolls-Royce speakers. These, these sound absolutely brilliant. And for the, the you think of how people listen to music today. It's sort of a mm. lot of people... It's a background thing. It's just through earphones while they're traveling on public transport. But there are a lot of people who really appreciate music and love music so much that they would sit in a room just mm. to listen to the music. Yep. This is the sort of con- customer. If for you're these sort downloading flack files to listen to music, fully lossless audio compression, yep. you-, you want these speakers. That's pretty cool. But uh, they are full full review or my my experience with them. I haven't reviewed them completely. I have listened to them Yet. extensively, but they are absolutely brilliant. I look forward to embracing them. And Kef- mate, listen, let me put it this way: if yep. they're in the Tech Guide Theatre, <laughs> I'm watching Star Wars. Abs- okay, really? Okay. You promise, Mister and Missus Kef. Okay, 
We've Have got, we got a deal? We've got uh, everyone hearing that. Oh, yeah, it's on the Kef speakers. The reason they – and I asked why, why is the company called Kef? Because when it was founded in 1961 by Raymond Cook, it was uh, on the site of the Kent Engineering and Foundry, which is Kef for sure. It's the most disappointing naming story there I've heard go. in a long time. <laughs> uh, thank you for, uh, for that. Uh, they're available to look at the beautiful photos at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fenning. Now, this next one I like because it's a, it's a dual-purpose device, both yes, charging is. your mobile phone but also giving you more storage. The Imation Link Power Drive. Now, what are the two things you want most on your iPhone? iPhone, more battery, more room to store stuff, this more memory. True. Especially this for a stingy exactly. bugger that went for the 16 gig model. Absolutely. Well, this, the Link Power Drive from iMation provides just that. It's a small device. It's only about seven and a half centimeters wide, so it's easily easy to take around with you. There are cables that are built into the device. So you've got a lightning connector and a normal USB connector. So USB is used to connect your computer or your, your charger to power up the internal battery. 3,000 milliamp hour battery, by the way, so it can recharge your iPhone completely. There's also a lightning connector so that if you want to transfer your content uh, or charge your phone, uh, the cable is right there to do that. It's available in three capacities. Uh, there also is, actually, before I mention the capacities, a small uh, panel that slides out mm. from the bottom that provides a little viewing stand, which is, I think, a nice little touch. And there are three capacities that I mentioned, 16 gig, uh, 32 gig, and 64 gig, and they are priced at $129.95, $149.95, and $189.95, respectively. iMation Link Drive, available now. Check them out, techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And that's a wrap for 209, but 210, Stephen, Ni hao. Yes. We'll be in Beijing. Yes, we will. Uh, and it's after we watch The State of Origin. Yeah, that's We've got to find good. somewhere in Beijing to watch it. That's our challenge. Mm. There'll <laughs> be somewhere in the Jing that has, uh, is that what they call it? They call it the Jing over the there? Jing? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there'll be somewhere. We'll find it. Otherwise, can we stream it? What's the story? I'm sure. Well, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, we can. At the, that that is our last resort. Is it, it, can I just clarify? Are you okay to watch it? Because you know you're going to lose. <laughs> although, we'll hey, see although you do have that massive record of one in a row. <laughs> That's good. The once a year Queensland is back again. <laughs> you wouldn't know he's a Queenslander, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, it's origin time. Hello. We'll, we'll be in Beijing for uh, Lenovo World, looking at uh, a whole bunch of uh, new products from Lenovo. Um, assuming the uh, Great Firewall of China allows, we will record firewall and of upload. China. I like that. Uh, we will record and upload <laughs> some audio somewhere, somehow. Yeah. Uh, we'll be doing this for you, people. We may, we may be doing things that the China, we probably shouldn't say. If the censors will have to listen to it first. They might. Yeah, we, uh, yeah they'll, they'll, they might be, they if might you're listening and it goes, oh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, that bit, we were talking about Tiananmen Square. <laughs> they'll, they'll bleep those yeah, bits. there's a large silence. You know, you look up the Wikipedia page in, you know, for the Tiananmen Square, it's, it's not there. The, the, there's no yeah, reference right. to all the drama. Okay. It didn't happen. I'm going to give that a low profile when I'm over there. I won't be mentioning the war. Just don't mention the war. <laughs> Don't mention it at immigration either, nah, just quietly. Not even joking. Two blokes talking tech live from uh, Beijing, uh, all uh, things being equal next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Jump on to iTunes, give it a rating, give it a review. That's always lovely. And uh, leave your comments on Twitter. Follow Stephen at Stephen Fennick with a PH. Uh, I'm Trevor Long. I think that you can spell that. If you can't, probably not worth following us. Um, <laughs> and the hashtag to have a chat is hashtag Ziggy Zaggy in uh, in beautiful uh, dedication to Stephen's amazing dogs, Ziggy and Zaggy, <laughs> otherwise known as Ziggy and Logie. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Talk to you next week. Two blokes talking tech.
You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.